views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Benny, I have a metaphor already for today. All right. A metaphor already for today. I'm all tangled up over here. Yeah. I am all tangled up. I don't think this has ever happened to me. I don't know what is up with this, but I've got a couple of different headsets, and they're like... Do you know what they're like? Like a necklace chain that gets like all tangled up? Ah, uh, yes, the old rope chain ah, from back in go. the day. There we go. So you must have been sending me some good energy there, right? All about the gold energy. <laughs> to get untangled. Bringing back the 80s. Run DMC look. Run. <laughs> Hold on, everyone. I'm really here. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Dr. Patch, I'm not taking my coat off today. I'm not taking my coat off. It's freezing in here. Somebody thinking. must think it's like summer. I just Is the AC cool. on? Yeah. I know. I keep things cool in here, Pat. I know you do. Uh-oh. I got to change the chair. Do you hear that chair? That is got to go. That Can you imagine me, the whole show going like this? Are you ready? Hold on, everyone. I'll be right back. <laughs> For those of you watching on camera, I know you're watching this, right? Watching me with my coat. Okay, I got to take my coat off. I, I, gotta, I got the blue shirt on today. I got to take the coat off. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Um, Every time I open up my Yahoo, like I just plugged in my computer, right, Benny? Yahoo has these, um, because I have Yahoo Instant Messenger, uh, because we're trying to get Linda on um, uh, Windows Instant Messenger. But apparently, uh, Microsoft bought Skype. Did you know that? Did you know Microsoft? Okay. I was aware of it. Yeah. yeah. So what they're doing is, for those uh, diehard Instant Messenger fans out there, uh, with the little Instant Messenger, little peep on the thing, it is going away. <laughs> You're going to have to use Skype, everybody. There you go. I want to welcome you to the show. And yes, Linda, yes, our guest is here today. I have the book. We've got a great lineup for you today. I mean, this is sort of like fun, fun, fun stuff. So here's, this is really kind of a cool book. You ready? Um, Imagining the world into existence. Imagining the world into existence. This is an an ancient Egyptian manual of consciousness. Norman D. Ellis is joining us here today, and I will do a proper introduction in a minute. Uh, I love this book. This is very, very cool. I love the pictures in it, and there's so much in here. Um, have a lot of questions that uh, we'll talk about in a minute. How are you today, Mr. B? Doing well, thank you. All right, we're getting ready for the big day, the big uh, Super Bowl day sure. coming up on us. Yeah, All it's just of that. another game. 
No, it, it is just another game. Just another game. Yeah, because the Seahawks. Maybe the Seahawks will change their uniform again. No. Yeah, I hope they do. They haven't even back. barely let the money oh. come in from the new ones. Yeah. <laughs> so fabulous. I, 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 we were talking about the other day, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, I just love their old, little that different color teal bluey kind of thing. Let's pull our prosperity card. The teal bluey kind It was of a thing. teal bluey thing. <laughs> Now, here's Dr. Pat's prosperity message of the day. Woohoo! Yeah, baby! <laughs> yeah, everybody. This is a great card. Uh, I did my little fancy shuffle here. Let me put the cards back. We have, thanks to Heidi, and by the way, Benny, um, Linda is scheduling Heidi. Heidi's going to come on the show, and she's going to be stocking us up with the prosperity cards to give away for folks. Um, this is the card for today, prosperity law number six. Number six. Time presents me with the perfect answers. Time presents me with the perfect answers. This is the card. I'm going to read this without my glasses. Are you ready? Time is the substance with which you sculpt your life. Be secure in the knowledge that when the time is right, you will see your dreams come true. The universe is rearranging itself for you right now. And I'm saying, come on, time, it's now. The card doesn't say that. It says time presents me with a perfect answer. I'm saying time is now. That's my card. Heidi, get this card done. Time is now. That's it. Now is the time. So welcome, everyone. I want to welcome you to the show. We're a little fired up today. You would think, oh, she's been sipping the old coffee. No, I have not today. I have not been doing that today. Uh, But I might be doing that shortly. Here is what we have got planned for you. Vila Lucas is going to be joining us in the second hour, which is very, very cool. But today we get to chat. This is so fun. We get to chat with our very, very dear, someone joining us here today, Normandy Ellis. And for those of you out there that don't know much about Normandy's work or uh, about this, the Egyptian... I don't know if I should even call them myths. I'm not sure if they are, but, you know, here we go. We're going to be talking about some of these ritual magic. And, you know, in this book, uh, Imagining the World into Existence, uh, we are going to be talking with her about what that really means. You know, can we truly do that? How do we show up in life? I mean, is it really impatient of, of some of us that pull a card that says, time presents me with the perfect answers where we're like, you know what? I believe in this card. But guess what? Time is now. Now is the time. How do we imagine ourselves into existence? How do we imagine our lives? Today's show is creating realities, you know, from ancient Egypt to your house, to your job, to your relationship, you know, to your children, you know, to that vacation you want to go on, you know, to all of the things that you sit and dream about and yearn for. Are we truly in the driver's seat of all of this? Normandy, welcome to the show. It's great to have you. Thank you. It's really good to be here. Okay. So you got did you hear us getting all fired up for today's show? I certainly did. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know you what got the, the vibrations going. The good news is you actually didn't hang up. You stayed with us during all of that. So I want to welcome you. Welcome you to the Dr. Pat show. It's great to have you here. 
Thanks. That's great to be here. So I, I want to ask you, this has really been the burning question, and I know that, uh, you know, your folks send us these questions that are part of the question and the conversation from the book, and I will probably get to some of them, but kind of in my own way. How does one, how does one get on the life path of being so connected to Egyptian mythology or the culture and ancient Egypt, how does, how does that happen to someone? How, how does that happen to someone like you? Oh, I can tell you how it happened to uh, me, but I'm sure it happens to a lot of people, I guess, similarly. Okay. Um, it came and found me. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what happened to radio. It came and found me. Yeah, I think that that really is, you know, when you're paying attention, the universe is going to be sending you messages uh, because you come into this world on a particular path, and um, you may not know what that path is. You know, when I was a little kid, I had no idea where my path would take me, but I did know that I liked to go down into the storm sewers at the end of the street, these big, dark tunnels, and draw and write poetry and do pictures. You know, I mean, maybe we're talking about a past life, working inside ancient Egyptian tombs, but I loved it, you know. And then, come to find out, I met people along the path who, you know, put books in my hands, who made suggestions to me. Um, and really, I think the most important thing you can do is to pay attention. There are really not very many synchronicities. You know, they're there for a reason. What is it about the Egyptian, um, you know, mythology or culture or artifacts, right? You know, what is it that has drawn so many people uh, to it? Uh, well, you know, I think it's fascinating. I, and the reason I ask is I, too, am drawn to it. If you if you come to my house, you know, what you'll see in one of my altars are, you know, two amazing Isis uh uh, sculptures, and I don't, I couldn't I, I do not have a clue. I cannot tell you why I'm drawn to that. I there's no background, there's no history for me, there's no book that somebody gave me, right? But there is an idea that I had and some information. So can right. we talk about that? About what calls us forward? Yeah, I think and calling us forward, I think is really the operative term. Um, because I believe that um, there was a culture that spent, oh, my God, probably 3,000, 5,000, perhaps 10,000 years uh, deeply rooted and connected to the divine beings that uh, are imminent throughout this planet. And they spent time in communication with them. They uh, worked a great deal with uh, manifesting through their desire nature, uh, through their thoughts. And so as they built, for example, all of these incredible temples to these divine beings, their thought processes were being imprinted into the very stone in which they were building, mm -hmm. you know, which I think is one reason why, you know, the Great Pyramid is on everybody's wish list. Yes. Oh, I would love to go and see that. Right. Uh, but I also think that's why... Certain energies, I mean, they enter into uh, what Carl Jung might have called the collective unconscious. Yes. You know, the thought process then becomes resonant as uh, an archetype that whether or not people are traveling to Egypt or buying statues of Egyptian gods or goddesses, they even appear in their dreams and they don't know it, you know. 
um, I was in a dream group recently, and a woman told me about how this hawk came and landed on her arm, and it had the face of her father. And I immediately recognized that as the image of the bobbird, the image of the soul. And I asked her, I said, um, how is your father? I mean, has he made his transition? She said, no, mm. any day now, but he has Alzheimer's. Mm. And it was just, you know, this incredible image of her father trying to reach out to her, you know, in the dream time, in the spirit world, and let her know that he was a living soul. He was still there. Mm. And, you know, and she didn't have any idea about Egyptian things, but right. there well, it was, mm. you know. You know, I, I'm I, the, I first. I, I really have to, Normandy. I really want to acknowledge you to our listeners, um, and the reason that it's so important for me to do that and really honor you in your work is because uh, for somebody like me, I, I know what it's been like to carve out a very short, you know, relatively speaking, um, you know, presence in you know positive talk radio. I mean, this is our tenth year, and it is short. Ten years is short. But I, I, I really want to honor you for a lifetime, you know, in your work as a poet and a writer and an Egyptian scholar. I mean, this has been a lifetime for you. And, you know, your knowledge and your interpretation of things is so vast. And it is really demonstrated in, in this book. I mean, there's one page in this book, and I want to talk to this because honestly, for me, I did not know this. But there's there's a description uh, of of you know the the what we're talking about uh, Egypt's power to really grab on to us, uh, and I want to talk to you about this when we come back from break. But one of the things that you, you know that you talk about is that there is a great paradoxical mystery here, and you reference or or what's referenced here is you talk about how we have been so struck. Uh, by a two to five hundred year period, uh, which is relatively short, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. In, in in its time, but yet these people that settled in this land and created, you know, monumental effects on us is is hardly understood. And I wanted to talk with you about this. This is so amazing. We're going to take a short break. Joining us here today, as I said before. You know, this amazing individual, this Egyptian scholar, poet, writer, Normandy Ellis is joining us here today. The book is Imagining the World into Existence. When we come back, we'll talk about how that snapshot of time continues to mystify and engage all of us in ways we don't even understand. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Hi, this is Dr. Pat. Did you know most coffee, not all, have hidden dangers lurking in it? A recent investigation into grocery store coffee revealed three dangers. First, modern coffee farming produces dangerously high acidity and caffeine. Second, mold content in grocery store coffee contains dangerous toxins. Yuck. Third, government agencies have found grocery store coffee containing 400 times the carcinogens allowed in drinking water. You will be relieved to know that Camano Island Coffee Roasters takes the worry out of your sip of coffee. Imagine how your coffee tastes without mold, carcinogens, or poison. Get your free coffee report, The Five Hidden Dangers Lurking in Your Coffee Cup. Visit NakedTruthAboutCoffee.com to get your free copy now. 
That's NakedTruthAboutCoffee.com. And check out Camano Island Coffee Roasters. If not today, one day you will need chiropractic care. Before you choose one, get a copy of this special report, Five Keys to Selecting the Right Chiropractor, available free, and you can read it in about six minutes. Get the care you need, when you need it, from the right chiropractor. Visit wellnessone.net or call toll-free 866-499-7509. Go to wellnessone.net or call 866-499-7509. The call for activation has been sounded. Will you step up to answer? I'm Vila Lucas, and I'm here to empower you to break through to the greater you. Using ancient mystery school technology adapted to our modern times, I will guide you to the next level of your greatness. The time is now. Let me, Vila Lucas, be your Breakthrough Connection. Connect with me today, thebreakthroughconnection.com. Are you frustrated by what's happening for you around sex and relationships? Do you long for something different without knowing how to create it? Susan Lazar Hart of Right Relationship For You provides a fresh point of view and practical tools in a light, fun, funny, irreverent, and ultimately life-changing way. Get ready for a new possibility. Visit us at rightrelationshipforyou.com. That's rightrelationshipforyou.com. What if someone could show you how to tap into vibrant health in 90 minutes? What if someone could have you listening to and following your heart's desires? What if someone could have you feel deep and abiding freedom throughout every cell of your being? What if someone could tap into your inherent abundance easily and effortlessly? Alina Frank is that someone. Alina can help you clear anything that energetically stands in your way from attaining the health, wealth, and freedom you were born to enjoy. Using EFT tapping, set yourself free with EFT. Why wait for a miracle when you can tap your power now? Visit www.tapyourpower.net. That's www.tapyourpower.net. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. It is really wonderful um, for um, uh, really wonderful for for you all to be joining us here today. Um, Thank you so, so much for all that you do and supporting the Dr. Pat Show and all of our fabulous guests. Today, we are so honored to have Normandy Ellis joining us here today. You know, we are referencing her book, Imagining uh, the World into Existence. And also, we're talking about creating realities from ancient Egypt, you know, to, to our homes, to our lives, and what that means. Normandy, you know, let's talk a little bit about what I touched upon in terms of the, you know, this, this mystery, this paradoxal mystery. You know, this idea of, okay, how does a culture make such a mark on the world in such a short period of time? And then how that really links with one of my favorite topics, magic. Because in my mind, in order to do what the Egyptians did to create what they created, it had to be magic. Am I wrong yeah. about that? <laughs> no, I think, I think that one of the things that uh, we're coming to understand, again, 
because I definitely believe the ancient Egyptians understood it then, is that magic really works in accordance with natural law. Um, and by that I mean, you know, the law of, of thought manifestation, the law of vibration, the law of attraction. There are so many other things, the law of environment. Um, we can say that they began to understand these laws because what they saw was that there was not one thing on the planet that was not a piece of godded material. It mm-hmm. was all God's part, you mm-hmm. know, not just the animals and the living beings, but the air, the wind, you know, the very ground that we walk on. They recognized that um, here they were in this environment that was covered in sand that had all this crystalline structure. And, I mean, we know now that crystals are like a really strong part of what we would think of as our electrical magic. You know, it it holds charge. Yeah. Um, and so they were, they were basically using the power of the God inherent in the material in which they were working. And they were tapping into a kind of vibration uh, through their thought forms and um, being able to work with the divine powers. Um, and I think they had, you know, I don't know exactly how to say it, but the backing of the gods that said, yes, go and make this. You know? <laughs> um, because I think that it stands as a monument to possibility. You know, when we look at those structures, when we look at the things that they were able to do, and we think, my God, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. You know, 500 years after they built the Great Pyramid, scribes were writing about how they had forgotten how to do it. Wow. Okay? I mean, there was a darkness that sort of came over uh, part of the culture, you know, and it happened because of war, it happens because of people not paying attention to divine law. It happens for a number of things. But to think that at one point they forgot how, to, how they did it is quite amazing to me. Um, the other Why thing do you, that, it is quite amazing to me. I mean, you know, can I just ask you about that for a minute? Yeah, I sure. mean, it almost seems purposeful, meaning it almost seems on purpose. You know, we, we hear so often about cultures passing things down, right? Mm-hmm. You know, passing ancient traditions down. Uh, and at some point, you, you know, the, the culture uh, itself, uh, you know, the indigenous uh, uh, peoples, they, they may become too few and far between to carry the story. But that certainly was not the case of the Egyptians. You know, it wasn't a matter of, correct me if I'm wrong, but... I, I don't remember it as a matter of, oh, my gosh, we only have three Egyptians left, and so therefore we can't pass on the knowledge. What do you make of that? I mean, what do you make of that? It, it seems so odd. For me, I think that there are people who, are, who are, have, throughout history, worked in a very spiritual manner with divine energy and have made contact with, um, well, ascended masters. Uh, in other words, there are individuals in the spirit plane who have come down in order to help us create these things. You know how so many things are answers to problems, inventions we hear about being solved in our sleep, you know, or through uh, someone having a dream and waking up with the answer. You know, that that has even happened to me when I was translating the hieroglyphs in my first book. I would just totally confuse myself 
with all of this information until I fell asleep. And then when I woke up from my nap over top of all the books, I had exactly at that moment what I needed. You know, and I know it came from somewhere outside me, but that didn't mean that through my own personal preparation that I wasn't ready to receive that information. And I and so I believe that that is what happened. I believe Imhotep was one of those people, if not an ascended master himself walking on earth, was definitely one who was in touch through the spirit realm because he did so many things, medicine, architecture. Yeah. Um, he was the visitor for the entire country for a while. Um, he, you know, he knew so many different things. And um, these, you know, these were not all handed down. I think they were, m- many of them were intuited. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it's a, a spiritual process that helps people to get to that point where they can receive that kind of information. And also, if we don't pay attention to that, through our meditations and our daily practice, then we lose sight of it. Mm. You know, let's talk about magic, one of my favorite uh, topics, one of the favorite things I like to talk about. Um, You know, for me, uh, there is a draw to magic, uh, and I'm not necessarily talking about, you know, going to a magic show and and watching somebody pull a card out of a deck and like that. You know, I'm fascinated by magic. Anytime there's any kind of show or movie that's out in the theater— that has that, um, you know, air to it, so to speak. I'm right there. Um, I want to talk with you about magic and also when we, you refer to in the book, you know, some of the magic words. You know, what are they and how are they cultivated and made primary, you know, from this culture? You know, the question comes from the place of what can we learn from this, Normandy, really? That's right. that's really it. All of us want to, you know, believe in the law of attraction. What did the Egyptians know that we need to know? <laughs> <laughs> they wrote, Are they the ones that really wrote the book, The Secret? <laughs> <laughs> they might have been. <laughs> well, um... First of all, let me define what magic is. Uh, there are two ways that, that magic works in the ancient tradition. Um, and one is called metuneter, which basically is the root word of what we come to know as magic. And uh, that means literally the language of the gods. Mm-hmm. Um, and it links to that whole idea uh, though Christians won't tell you that, in the beginning was the Word, mm-hmm. you know, but it is the voice vibration, and it, it's connected to uh, sound, and it's connected to symbol, and it's connected to um, will, willpower. You okay. Know, it's, it's, uh, and being a good magician, in part, is connecting yourself to divine will, to becoming a, a good vessel for what is it that you want of me. You know, um, not my will, but thine. That's right. a really hard thing to say. Right. Uh, but I think that that, in a way, is part of where the magic comes from. Not how do I build this amazing uh, structure, uh, pyramid, but you really want me to build a pyramid? No kidding. Okay, <laughs> then. I'll do it. You know, give me what I need, and I will do it. You know, and, and I will do it because... I think they did it because the divine asked them, you know, build me a record of my existence in your life, 
you know. And that truly is what is what they built. Wow. A, a huge record of existence, not just in our lives, but it's a record of the entire planet, mm. you know, with all of the things that happen in its geometry and, and in, in its mathematics. Um, but I, I don't think they set out to do it. No. It was given to them to do. So right. that's the first thing. It's, it's the word, the language of the gods is one oh. way that it works. I, you know, this is really kind of fascinating. You know, part of this is how we interpret the sacred text. Let's take a short break. Norman D. Ellis joining us here today, Creating Realities. What can we, what are the sacred texts, first of all? And then what is it we can learn from them? How do we create this sacred language that we, that will help us communicate with the divine? You know, there's a story that I want to share a a little bit of something that happened to me yesterday. It's kind of fascinating. You know, when you feel like there's no place to know to go, go to spirit. (laughs) Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellnessone.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellnessone.net. What if being you created the change you would like to see in this world? What if there are tools to help you access you? This is Glenna Rice, Access Facilitator and the Questionable Parent, and I'm teaming up with Access Facilitator and former NFL running back Ricky Williams to teach Access the Bars Foundation and Level 1, five days to change your life, in Seattle, February 8th to the 12th. For details, go to accessconsciousness.com. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basili is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Isn't it time you experienced a new and divine way of being? Do you know your destiny? Are you fulfilling your greatest potential? Michael Shane and the Ascension Foundation proudly present a guide called Cartron. Channeled by Patrick McCormick, a 26-year veteran of working with the higher realms, Cartron is an interdimensional being assisting humanity to embrace its true divine potential. Cartron examines your agreements on a soul, planetary, and other soul levels to assist you to shift and clear those pathways and respark your spiritual evolution and awaken your destiny. Patrick will be conducting sessions at the Ascension Foundation January 23rd to 29th for in-person, phone, private, or group sessions from January 23rd to 29th. Call the Ascension Foundation at 855-692-4235. That's 855-692-4235. I 
love that song. Do you believe in magic? Yeah, I actually do. I think it's magic that got me here talking to all of you. I give it a lot of credit. You know, there's another way to talk about magic. Uh, Norman D. Ellis joining us here today. She is also one of our key, key folks going to be at the upcoming uh, Women of Wisdom uh, conference. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, Norman D., I was talking about the sacred text. I, I also want to talk about, you know, this upcoming Women of Wisdom uh, conference that's happening in February. But the reason I want to talk about it is you and I, during the break, were commenting on um, on the energy. And I said to you, you know, I've been doing the Women of Wisdom and supporting it for a really long time, you know, I think since I first got on the air. Um, and um, what I've discovered is, or at least maybe it's me, I really feel a very powerful energy uh, from the speakers that I'm, I'm talking with on radio, from the energy of the conference itself, even when you go to the website. Um, and let's talk a little bit about your presence there and what excites you most. Um, I'm sure you will be inviting all of us to take a, um, a ride with you on that magical mystery tour, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it should be really good. Um, we have two days. I'll be doing a two-day pre-conference workshop. Um, in which we're going to talk about the uh, the ways in which uh, we worked as co-creators with the divine uh, then and now, and um, talk a little bit about um, where we see ourselves in our own, um, how shall I say, creating a temple within ourselves mm-hmm. where the divine can rest and inhabit and then how we can move out into the outer world and move that practice uh, into our communities. Um, so I'm, one of the things that I think that has been really powerful for me was to learn to write hymns of praise. Um, and so, it, because what that did is that it taught me where to see uh, the divine in every single aspect of mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a long-standing tradition of writing what's called an eratology, which is basically a hymn to a divine being, like the great hymn to Isis, uh, which appears in, in a number of temples. Um, you can find it in a Marvin Meyer book. There's a beautiful translation of it. And I have one in my book, Dreams of Isis, that's a translation of my own work, my hymn to Isis. But um, what it does is it asks us, to identify how she moves through us and how we, as a personality, stand out of the way in order for her to come through. Um, And so I think I want to work with people uh, to create hymns of praise, Mm -hmm. to write poems of their own becoming and transformation, Mm -hmm. to have them have the experience of writing what uh, the ancient Egyptians called the Book of Coming Forth by Day, which... We mistranslated it as the Book of the Dead, but basically it's about how to walk through those dark passages of your life, make your transition, uh, speak your truth, meet your shadow beings, um, and really come out with your heart having been weighed in the balance and to be able to feel that kind of renewal on the other side. And it's really the story of you know, the sun moving into the darkened realm and coming out. But 
every Egyptian scribe, whoever copied this text for someone uh, to be delivered as a funerary text, was doing that work every single day. They were writing that process every single day. And so really to understand it, you become intimately connected to it when you do it for yourself. And so that's one of the things I want us to do is to work with various passages from uh, the Book of Coming Forth by Day and well, well, you work know, with this, the transformation. You know what's yeah. so interesting about this and about what you're going to be doing? You, you know, uh, so here I'm sitting and I'm thinking, wow, this is amazing. I don't know if I know how to do this. I don't know if I can do this. I, and, you know, so I find myself thinking this is so very cool. And yet you talk about it, Normandy, you talk about it uh, like it's something so natural for all of us. And, you know, there were a couple of things that you said that I just want to get to. Um, one of the things is that, you know, this idea that someone uh, committed their life uh, and, and not just someone, many people, I believe, committed their lives to making sure that things were not lost. Um, what I want to ask you this, you know, the magic that comes from this, and I'm going to keep using that word magic because it's so relevant to me. You know, the magic that comes from the commitment we have to a, a practice of, I believe, just about any kind that connects us with the divine is so, so very powerful. And I wanted to ask you, you know, what is it about this connection, about the essence of what you've learned that really talks to the alignment and the oneness uh, with spirit. Okay, I'll go back to a previous definition of of another word for magic called heka. Yes. Okay, heka is the proper word, the proper sequence, the proper intonation, and the proper intent. And it was through those processes that were able to create magic uh, in a scroll uh, that was then attached to, you know, a, an individual. Now, I think part of it, part of understanding that is understanding what the hieroglyph looks like. There's this image in it called Ka, um, and it, it's simply a phonetic image, but the way it's written is also a symbol, which is like the hands uplifted and stretched out in that way that we see... Um, here in the South, a lot of the AME uh, African-American gospel singers, you know, with that praise attitude, with their arms extended and their chest open, you know, so that, you know, the God energy is hitting them right in the chest, uh, and their heart energy is like exploding out into space. That's part of the magic. That's an understanding that that's a stance that we take when we're creating magic, as above, so below, mm. you know. And there's also a hieroglyph that is um, a hieroglyph of a wick, like a candle wick, so that becoming, um, imagining yourself becoming that flame that is being lit through the divine energy, you know, and then giving the light out. Your task is not just to record it, but it's to become the light, to be... Uh, in a way, to use a tarot image, to be like the hermit standing at, at the top of the peak and holding the lantern for those who are coming after you. And yet all of us know that there's someone 
holding that lantern. Mm. You know, so this... so that we can see. And so I think that 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 really uh, that I in alignment with divine will, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the proper intent, the law of vibration, yeah. you know, the, the proper words, yeah. the proper sequence. A lot of it, you know, it was lost because the vowels were considered sacred. Mm. So we don't really know how these things were pronounced. It's a, it's a best guess <laughs> at some point, you know, because they, like the, the uh, Hebrew alphabet, the flame alphabet, the vowels were not in fascinating. It's so fascinating, isn't it? You know, it's fascinating what we're discovering in our generation of things. I mean, you know, some of this, I think that, um, you know, we're discovering uh, because it's taken a while to do some interpretation of some of the, you know, the scrolls and scriptures that have been found. I think the other part of it is that, you know, we are so connected by technology right now. There's so much information out there. You know, this has to this has to be. How do I say this for you? For someone that has dedicated their entire lives, this has to be just absolutely a super honor for you. You know, to have your body of work uh, and and others um, be so accepted in this day and age. You know what I'm saying? It is an honor. I feel I feel very blessed to be able. to to do this work, you know, and I keep saying, please let me do another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please, I'm ready. I'm right here. <laughs> yes, it, it is. Um, but I but I just feel that that um, I'm part of a chain, you know, and in some ways I, I, I've developed this idea that I'm not uh, presenting ancient information, but that my task is to develop myself enough so that I can, in another lifetime, in a future past, become one of the ancients again. Because I don't believe that time's linear. You know, that maybe what I'm doing is I'm creating a life that's going to move me forward back into the temple. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about... You know, this has kind of been one of my favorite words these days, and Normandy does it so well. Interfaith connections. What does that mean? What does interfaith connections mean? And, you know, how is this happening in today's world, and how are we connecting ancient religion and other practices in the world? You know, are we fast-forwarding so that we're blurring the lines between religion, And, and are we calling it spirituality? Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll have that conversation, what Normandy has discovered, and we'll make sure we give you plenty of websites for the Women of Wisdom, Normandy's website, and much more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Tune in to The Michelle Bond Show. Awaken to a new reality. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. This call-in show with Vedic astrologer, expert, and holistic health practitioner, Michelle Bond, will give you insight to a wide range of topics. This hit show provides healthy, empowering knowledge and information and restores your health and well-being through learning the latest complementary and alternative medicine modalities. Visit themichellebondshow.com. Going under the knife for spinal surgery should be your last resort. Get a copy of this free special report, What Your Doctor Doesn't Want You to Know About Back Surgery. Get the report online at wellnessone.net or call them toll-free at 866 
499-7509. Read the report. It will take about eight minutes in order to make a better informed decision about your back pain. Visit wellnessone.net or call 866-499-7509. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. The Ascension Foundation, serving to build an interdimensional community. The Ascended Masters invite you to join them in co-creating this mission. Allow the Masters to lead the way in activating the wisdom of your heart consciousness and raising your vibration. You can communicate with them directly by attending apportation events and classes in mediumship, crystal light energy healing, alchemy, master studies, past life regression, and more. For a schedule of classes, workshops, and special events, visit theascensionfoundation.com. That's theascensionfoundation.com. Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Wow. Um, those of you out there, uh, I want to make sure that you have, um, you, you're, you know, which book we're talking about here, which is Normandy's book, um, and imagining the world into existence. Love, love, love this title. Um, an ancient Egyptian manual of consciousness. Consciousness is something we're going to talk about here in a second. Um, because we are going to talk about a level of consciousness and, you know, is there a relationship, uh, between ancient religion and other practices in the world? Um, fabulous book. It also includes um, very, very uh, beautiful, amazing pictures. Uh, there's also a picture of our buddy Nikki Scully in here. Um, so if you want to find out more about Normandy and her work and get a copy of the book, um, certainly go to the website normandyellis.com. That's Normandy, uh, E-L-L-I-S dot com. Um, and Normandy, you're also going to be featured at the Women of Wisdom so um, for those folks out there to want to find out more about the amazing work that uh, Normandy's going to be doing, why don't you go to the womenofwisdom.org website, and that is womenofwisdom.org website, uh, and check it out. If you have not um, looked at the upcoming venue there, um, I would love to encourage everybody out there to go check it, uh, check it out. 
Um, I was talking about this before Normandy. I was talking about the fact that there is this this energy that's happening, and a lot of people um, uh, are, are are really referring to it. You know, some people are calling it clearing. Other people are calling it uh, just this burst of life that they haven't felt in a long time. And certainly what you're going to be doing, you know, at this event is is part of, you know, contributing to the energy and the force uh, uh, that is that is out there now. So thank you for doing what you do. Thank you for, um, you you know, coming uh, in in making sure that all of us are reminded of absolutely how truly powerful we are. Um, thank you for doing that. You're a beautiful woman. Thank you. It's my joy. Yeah. Coming your way. Thank you. And everybody out there, look at, go to womenofwisdom.org. It is February 14th to 18th. It's an amazing conference. Uh, Normandy's book is absolutely outstanding. You know, I've saved the best for last. I know this is a shorter segment, but I I did want to talk with you about this. Um, There's just so much out in the world um, these days, you know, I, I, I will say this. One of the most pop, I, I don't know if you watch television or not. One of the most popular cable shows winning awards every uh, you know second season is a show called Homeland. And Homeland is, uh, you know, the CIA, you know, terrorist kind of thing. But what's interesting about it is the portrayal of religion and spirituality in a very interesting way. People write about this aspect of the show. I wanted to talk with you about this. I wanted to talk with you about ancient religions, other practices of the world, and where you believe we are on a continuum in our consciousness evolution. I think we're really, we live in a very lucky time in which we are connected through the Internet to so many other different religious traditions. You can take a key word from one religious tradition and find it echoed in many other traditions. Um, And I think that that, you know, sometimes that Internet connection can get real fuzzy and uh, uh, not exactly clear. But at other times, you know, when you're researching sacred texts online, you can find some really interesting things. And, And I will say that one of the best people doing that is Timothy Freak and Peter Dandy. I think they have done a lot of cross-fertilization uh, in spiritual cultures. And there are many uh, religious traditions that, um, I would say for the last hundred years, Unitarian, Universalists, and, and Quakers, and American spiritualism, um, a lot of cultures are moving the connections between religions together. Um, and I, I grew up as an Episcopalian, and um, I'm a priestess of Isis. So when people ask me what I am, I say real fast, I'm an Episcopalian. (laughs) (laughs) And and it usually just goes right over there. (laughs) No, that wasn't lost on me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, I, I think, again, we're going back to the Episcopal Church that I grew up in still continues to fascinate me. And I find myself... um, resonating with particular phrases and words because they have been so said so often and finding myself, okay, now what does that mean in my consciousness when I say that? What is it that I'm actually saying? Mm-hmm. You know, what was their intention? And I go back, that service I would find as I was translating the Book of the Dead and writing my new books, I would find phrases. 
from that Christian tradition echoing through. And then there would be phrases from uh, the Bhagavad Gita that would echo through. And then, you know, I'd been studying the Quran, and there were phrases in there. And, you know, it really is, um, to me, an example of spiritual impulse Mm -hmm. uh, that, you know, I think there are very few people who do not have a spiritual impulse. Yeah. Um, I think religion, where somebody says, okay, you know, write this down, this is the law, and you can only believe this, that's where we all get in trouble. But most of us, when we pray, when we feel God moving in our lives, it's moving way outside these boundaries, you know. Mm. And um, so when, in particular, I think in, in my book, I was really excited to be able to take this second shrine of Tutankhamun and really examine the hieroglyphs in it and see, okay, this is ancient Egyptian language, but it has um, uh, implications for uh, yogic traditions. It had implications for Jewish mysticism and Kabbalah and Christian mysticism. And so I found myself going backwards and forwards around all of these texts, uh, Buddhism and Ancient Egypt are so closely related, you know. Um, you know, I have to tell you, I had this dream the other night that the Dalai Lama was in my kitchen. We were we were ha- sharing some tea, and he said to me, he said, "You know, the problem with having a body is that it leads you to believe you're separate from God." Wow. Thought, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, I, that was. That was like, you know, when you wake up with something like that, you know, you were, he was talking, you know, way across cultures mm. and religions, mm. and he was just, you know, that's really the essence of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, religion makes us too aware of the body mm-hmm. in some way. It forgets that the body is a spiritual temple. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you recognize that, you... You know, you don't want your God desecrated in any other person. Mm-hmm. You physical know, environment. We yeah. would not do the harm to each other if we truly believed that. You know, something that I discovered this year, and for, before I just go off in here and blab about it, I, I have to thank you so much for joining me. Honestly, I just lost track of the clock. I just lost track of time because I'm sitting here and I could just listen to you forever. And, uh, you know, I rarely lose track of the clock when I'm, you know, doing my thing. But I want to thank you so much. And I can't wait to meet you when you come to the Women of Wisdom. My pleasure. There's one thing that I I just want to say, and I think we have about a minute. You know, part of what has been forgotten for me and what I have gotten back is the joy in spirituality. Um, The joy in the connection to the divine, right? Um, mm-hmm. I'm probably one of the few people that doesn't believe in the dark night. The only dark night that I, I get jazzed about is Batman. <laughs> uh, so I would not do very well if I were living when Carl Jung lived. But I'm, I, I feel re-energized in a sense about spirituality, spiritual practice, the connection to the divine, you know, the lack of separation. And, you know, it is through uh, work such as as yours that many of us can step forward and rejoice in the beauty and the power 
of a higher purpose. So thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you for taking your light into the world. Oh, thank you. Uh, one last thing, your last uh, message. What would you like to leave us with? What's your personal message? My, my personal message is that the joy that you express in your life is a significant uh, barometer for the amount of God light that you're letting in. I love it. Thank you so much. Norman D. Ellis, everyone, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one. Transformation Talk Radio. Transformation Talk Radio. A higher consciousness perspective. The hosts on Transformation Talk Radio offer a positive and new paradigm shift, a new vision for a collective future. They are empowering and helping all of us experience a powerful wave of personal shifts and cultural change as we break through to even greater levels of awareness. Take down our toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819. Call in, connect, make sure you tap into some of the world's most empowering psychics, healers, and more. Get an on-air reading with the best. Tune in, transformationtalkradio.com. Hey, everybody, we'll see you there. We are living in a time of great challenges and greater opportunity for transformation. The good news is that public awareness of the need for change is also growing exponentially. More than ever, your transformative message is needed to empower millions across the globe. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, host of The Dr. Pat Show, and I'm excited about announcing an unprecedented opportunity for growth as we expand our broadcast by launching Transformation Talk Radio and the Transformation Network. Join me and a team of amazing people and host your own show on Transformation Talk Radio. Get ready to expand your horizons, tap into the best listeners anywhere, and join one of the most positive and expansive networks today. Historically, there came a time when the boundary of water was transcended as man developed the boat and the barriers of water became freeways. Join Dr. Pat as she launches this exciting venture. To host a show, call 1-800-930-2819 or email host at transformationtalkradio.com. Stop. Get out of that car. Stop living your life in the passenger seat. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com and let us help you drive. Transformation, transformation, transformation talk radio. Transformation. 